Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. In this country, we're rapidly becoming immersed in the Internet of Things. Gizmos from vacuum cleaners to front door openers to shopping apps on smartphones to electronic pill containers to Fitbit watches to very smart TVs and on and on. In many ways, those devices and literally thousands of other digital doodads that are connected to the Internet can be awfully convenient and make everyday chores a lot easier. But like any technology, they have a good side and a not-so-good side. And the tech is so far ahead of our laws that it's really up to us individuals to pay attention to both the good and the not-so-good possibilities that these gee whiz items create. Sometimes it even takes more than individuals. Consider the case of Rethink Link NYC, a grassroots group in New York City that's less than happy with the advent of free Wi-Fi kiosks that are being built all over four of the five boroughs in that city. What, you may say? Free Wi-Fi everywhere? Bring it down my street. Well, it turns out that just as there's no such thing as free lunch, there's no such thing as citywide free Wi-Fi either. Most social media users know that they and their personal information are the real product of social media sites like Facebook, and they continue to use those social media sites anyway. That's a free choice. Although, as we've been finding out lately, it's not always clear what actually happens to our personal information, or who winds up with it, or how it's being used. As the Association for Computing Machinery observed in a letter to Congress recently, quote, Individuals may have read their privacy policy and been comfortable with data collection, but when their data is shared with third and fourth parties, data ownership and control of the data is often lost, end quote. And further on in that letter, quote, In general, U.S. laws do not provide protection for data that's reused and redisclosed, except in sectoral law, for example, HIPAA and GLBA. Thus, once information is leaked and in the possession of a third party, the person involved will not know who has the data, if it is correct or current, and has no control over it. End quote. Well, fine. But what does that have to do with free public Wi-Fi all over town? As it turns out, quite a lot. These kiosks, which are becoming almost as ubiquitous as phone booths used to be way back when, in fact, many old phone booth locations are being used to place these new kiosks. These kiosks can do a lot more than simply provide a smartphone or computer with access to the web. According to Rethink Link NYC, the free Wi-Fi kiosk system, quote, invades New Yorkers' privacy by collecting our data and making us potential subjects of surveillance with cameras that are wired to track movements, association patterns, browser habits, and online activities. That data could also be used by corporations to bombard Link NYC users with targeted advertising that turns our private habits into public electronic billboard ads. Used by the NYPD and other state agencies to racially profile and further harass marginalized communities 
and be a rich target for hackers, end quote. Hmm, not so free after all. And unlike Facebook or other social media sites, which a person can choose to use or not use, if a person's carrying a cell phone or other Wi-Fi capable device with the Wi-Fi turned on in New York City, that person has no choice. The kiosk will record the location and movements and image of that person, even if the person never uses the free Wi-Fi. In case of Rethink Link NYC, people have banded together to press the city government to halt construction until people understand what's going on, remove surveillance cameras and Bluetooth beacons from kiosks, answer the public's questions about how this information is being used, provide genuine community Wi-Fi without surveillance, and institute public oversight for any and all community Wi-Fi projects. We'll see how this process unfolds. For now, though, if you're going to New York City to see a play, visit friends, go to a museum, or whatever, keep an eye out for these free Wi-Fi kiosks and put your best face forward because the odds are pretty good that your face is being recorded. Of course, you don't have to go to New York City for that to happen. You can just sit in your living room and enjoy your smart TV or turn on your new slick, sleek robot vacuum cleaner and let it wander around your house with its microphone and infrared video capability happily recording what you do. Smart TVs, for example, are called that for a reason. They can, as one maker of software loaded on a lot of smart TV puts it, they can enable you to, quote, interact with your favorite shows, get recommendations based on the content you love, connect your devices for exclusive content and special offers. By cleverly recognizing on-screen content, Samba Interactive TV lets you engage with your TV in a whole new way. End quote. Cleverly recognizing on-screen content sounds pretty cool, but it can do a lot more than simply make it possible to suggest other programs that are like the programs you watch. As a New York Times article on July 5, 2018 pointed out, quote, Once enabled, Samba TV can track nearly everything that appears on a TV on a second-by-second basis, essentially reading pixels to identify network shows and ads, as well as programs on HBO and even video games played on the TV. Samba TV has even offered advertisers the ability to base their targeting on whether people watch conservative or liberal media outlets and which party's presidential debate they watched. End quote. Hmm, and that's not even a free service that a viewer is using. Folks pay a lot for smart TVs, but not everyone probably realizes all that can come with their new smart TV. Or with their robot vacuum cleaner, or baby monitor, or a myriad of other convenient, connected, and double-edged technologies that's finding their way into our daily lives. We'd be wise to understand both the wonders and the blunders of these new technologies so that they can serve us instead of serving others who want to know everything about us and our lives. 
We'll do our best to look into both those wonders and blunders right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Music